Hi, my name is Atilola, a cosmetic manufacturer, trichologist, and spoken word artist. Project Random is an atrobic initiative. It is supported by Law Union and Rock Insurance PLC. Music was created by Christopher Ogwehi and recorded at the Atrobica Studio, Lagos, Nigeria. Hi everyone, it's Mina on the Project Random podcast. So, well, this episode was supposed to come out last week. I apologize, um, I have been very swamped lately. Plus, um, I had to um, work on the content that I already had and kind of make it into something awesome. So yeah, today we have this amazing insight into Aziza's story, Aziza Kibibi. Remember episode three, Down the Rapid Hole? Yeah, this episode is a follow-up to that episode. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you should go right on ahead and listen to it first before you listen to this one, then you can understand what we're talking about. And sidebar, by the way, have you ever heard of Golna Kilishi? It's the most amazing thing ever. Like, oh my God. I tasted it recently. I got it from a supermarket close to my house. You can get it at ShopRite or um, if you live in Bagada, or all your major um, shop shops and it is the, the taste is crisp and it's clean and it's just wow like I did not know that Kilishi could be that awesome I mean I like Kilishi but this one just takes to as in this one just takes a cake back to um, Aziz's story okay sorry to distract you with the Kilishi just because but that Kilishi was nice <laughs> I just wanted to put it out there if you if you finally um, if you do if you do go do some shopping you should check it out it's called Golna Kilishi it's in a white packet um, white and orange black um, uh, black and brown packaging it's so clean and so like it's amazing literally amazing anyways back to Aziza's story Aziza got in touch with me a few weeks ago because of a story the story that we put up on the podcast called down the rabbit hole she basically um buzzed us to first to say yay you you're talking about my story too you got a couple of things wrong and i have been talking to her um via i've been talking to her for a while now and she is amazing she's smart she's intelligent she's just she's a survivor and the way she talks the way she views life now is just like i don't know i don't know if i would ever be able to be that kind of person but she is forgiving she's she's generous and she is like i said amazing you need to listen to her story so i'm not going to distract too much um i'm just going to tell you that you should expect of what to expect pretty much um it's it's just an it's just they're just insights into what went on in the house a bit of insight you should try and get her book 
the details are are in the recording I'm about to add to this podcast and please please by all means um, if you have any stories that you would like to share or anything else that you think that you would like to add to this by all means I'd send them through she has her contact details as well just in case you want to get in touch with her everything is on there she is willing to talk to you about it buy her book by the way buy her books don't just listen to the podcast buy her book um, you can also send an email to projectrandompodcast at gmail.com or you can send us a DM on Instagram I will get it I would reply you yes I would reply you or you could send us a tweet or chat with us via DM whatever it is that you have you can just send it through we will definitely definitely use it if you want us to do that um, criticism is awesome constructive criticism that that is it's very awesome and I don't want you to think that we are just doing this because we we like the sound of our voices. I do like the sound of my voice, but not that much. <laughs> okay, um, so I'm going to play it now and you'd get the basic feel of what I'm talking about. Hello, my name is Aziza Kabibi Miguel Ayinde, and this is a recording in response to the podcast out the rabbit hole about my father Aswada Yinde. I was listening to the podcast and there are quite a few mistakes as far as the information. His name was not Charles Miguel before he changed it to Aswada Yinde. It was Erica Miguel. He changed his name when he was about 18 years old and it's been Aswada Yinde ever since. Also the comment that was made about what was said in court I believe the quote was, why are you lying? You should just tell the truth. It was said on the show that I made that comment and Mina, the host, was having a problem understanding. But actually, it was my father who made that comment. After I confronted him during his sentencing, he says to me, why don't you tell the truth? Why are you lying? To this day, I have no idea what he meant. Well, actually, I do have somewhat of an idea my father when he abused me played all kinds of mind games he used different brainwashing techniques and one of them was to have me act out certain roles whether it was sexually for me to act like I enjoyed some of the abuses and tell him that I wanted the abuse. Um, I believe that all of this was to justify in his mind, try to make it seem like what he was doing was okay. And this is not uncommon with abusers. They do a lot of victim blaming, a lot of projection, and this topic should be spoken about more often so that we can understand what is happening in our society. So in reference to me and my sisters and my mother escaping my father, um, I was abused by him for a long time. I didn't finally escape him until I was 23 years old. And we took so long to report him because our father threatened our lives and the lives of my children and my siblings if we were ever to do anything to stop him 
It took a lot of socialization to trust the system enough to report him. We got away initially, which happened by chance. And even that process was lengthy because he still stalked me. He raped me. I got pregnant again. He threatened my children who were in foster care. And just the mental chains that I had prevented me from being confident in myself. And I was afraid that he would find me and my children who were in public school. When we decided to go to authorities, it was a scary process. He sent a private investigator to find me and my children, and it took time for the authorities to issue a protection order. It's these snafus that makes victims hesitant. No matter what, your abuser will get to you before anyone on the outside can. So once I finally went to the police with my sisters, and I basically just put everything in God's hands. I prayed that everything would work out and that the police would catch my father before he actually got to me. Unfortunately, even though they did, he made bail and in their own and the authorities own mix up with paperwork they actually sent him my address go figure so I just saw more reasons why I hesitated in the first place but again like I said I left it in God's hands and everything ultimately worked out I tell my story now to give voice to those who don't have one my nonprofit seeks to combat child molestation and domestic violence by strengthening the bond between mothers and daughters I feel that that was something I lacked in my own family I didn't have an ally in my mother I'm doing my best to educate women on protecting themselves and their children even now you know I've forgiven my mother and we have a relationship currently but the scars are still there you know I know who my mother is but I love her in spite of that a lot of times women just don't know how and where to get help which is one of the things that my mother that was a problem with my mom she didn't know she had no idea her pride prevented her from going to my grandmother to her parents to her family members along with the fact that she was with my father for a long time I mean she was young she was a teenager when they got married and her love for her I think of her love for him I think really just caused her to put a lot of trust in him and then you combine that with fear that is a recipe for disaster I've made it my mission to teach as many women and girls as possible in addition I give advice and insight on how to recover and reconcile if you have been abused I speak with and counsel a lot of women my process to healing I had to figure it out I didn't know anyone who had been through what I've been through. I didn't have friends. My focus was to rebuild my life as normally as possible, which meant just being a mother to my children and trying to move as far away from what had happened to me as possible. One of my daughters had two genetic disorders. She was completely disabled 
And even the presence of my children was a constant reminder of where they came from. They didn't have a father because their father was my father. So I never tried to convince myself or fool myself or disillusion myself about who they were, who I was, we had what we had been through. But coming from a family structure that was completely different from what is considered a quote-unquote normal family structure where children go to school, where children aren't being locked in a room with an adult for a sex session. It really took time. I had to learn the system. I had to learn how to socialize myself. And I did a lot of that on my own. I didn't have any direction. I think just through prayer and my confidence in myself that did take time to develop but it happened and my willingness and desire to heal and move past what had happened to me I looked for every type of therapies that I had access to I've actually not seen what you would call I guess a psychotherapist but I do employ everything from meditation to writing to any other kind of therapy and definitely helping others who have been through things similar to what I have been through. That's its own therapy. Talking about it, talking about what happened to you if you have been raped or abused, it is difficult. A lot of this is difficult but you have to have faith. I mean, when you speak about something that you have hidden for such a long time, it really alleviates the burden of keeping that secret. And ultimately, you just have to take a leap of faith. People are going to criticize you. People criticized me. I was criticized by family members, especially when I came out publicly and started writing about what happened to me. People criticized me, but there was something in me that told me that I was doing the right thing. And for every woman that came to me and thanked me for helping them and thanked me for giving them a voice and continue to communicate with me and tell me how they have improved based on what I have did the things that I have suggested for them to do that just heals me more and more and it confirms that what I am doing is correct so again my name is Aziza Kabibi, and this is a response to Down the Rabbit Hole by Project Random. Other than that, I very much enjoyed the podcast Down the Rabbit Hole, and I think that it is important to continue the conversation about child molestation and domestic violence and other abuses that affect women and children. If you have any other questions, feel free to reach out to me. You can go to my website site azizakabibi.com that's a-z-i-z-a-k-i-b-i-b-i.com um, there'll be updates up there about my nonprofit organization how to buy my book unashamed a life tainted and any other information you can also follow me on twitter azizakabibi 
and Instagram, Aziza Khabibi. All of my social networking sites, my author page is on Facebook under Aziza Khabibi. <laughs> so, um, that's it. And please stay in touch, keep in contact, and continue to talk about these issues. Thanks a lot. Many thanks to Aziza Kibibi for sharing her story. She didn't have to. She didn't have to share with us. She didn't have to say anything. She didn't have to reach out to us. She didn't have to do anything. She didn't have to acknowledge the fact that we said anything or we created a story about her father. I'm even surprised that she found us, but she did. And many thanks to her for reaching out and for this recording as well. It's really enlightened me into what she went through and the details of what's going on you guys go buy her book i reiterate buy her book um what else (laughs) you can reach us via email i've said that before please please send us an email i am not begging you to send because it's not email is not filling up quite nicely but please send us more send us more stories send us more details we would love 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 to share your story if you would want to share it if you would trust us with it um the email address is project random podcast at gmail.com you can also send your stories by instagram dm that is da project random that's da project random same thing with twitter it's da project random same thing with facebook project random we have a group page and we have a regular page so you can obviously um do all that just send us everything you want um we really would appreciate you doing that thank you So basically, send us an email, we'll read it out, trust us with your stories, we'll love you more if you do that. Please share our podcast with your friends. We're on iTunes as well, as well as Audioboom. Audioboom. Um, so, and subscribe so you can listen and always know when there's a new episode. Is there anything else I'm forgetting? I think there is. Oh yeah, my sign out. <laughs> um, so this is Mina signing out. It's been real, y'all. Bye.